Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 29 of Nintendo Rama. 29 episodes already. Let's get on with the show and meet our special guest. So we're back. Episode 29. Dave, we have a guest. We do have a guest. None other. Then the one, the only, Hawk, Hellfire, Barry, from Premium Edition Games, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Glad to be here, thank you for having me back. Yeah, of course. So yeah, we were discussing before which episode you were on, and it turns out you were in one of the early episodes, episode 9. That's yep. crazy to see you back here 20 episodes later. Exactly. Yeah, you know... uh, we're we're happy to be where we are 20 episodes later and happy that uh you know we have some cool stuff to talk about and and uh thank you so much for you know giving me the honor and uh you know allowing me back i guess i did something right the first time <laughs> <laughs> of course of course um well the reason we wanted to talk with you have you back is because your series three announcement and the direct you guys did over at premium edition games last thursday um was awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, so uh, for those of you that may not know who we are, first I'll, I'll just say we are Premium Edition Games, and uh, you can get all that information at premiumeditiongames.com. Uh, what we do is we take digital-only titles, uh, and we bring them physically uh, for the Nintendo Switch, and uh, we release our games in series um, because we like to go slowly, so each each series gets its own attention. We're not like just dropping games here or there every weekend. <clears throat> we're we're giving you know our customers the chance to check out the games, decide the, you know what they want, and uh, not like just overflow the wallet. You know we we don't want to drain you completely because we understand we're collectors. So we we uh, we do our series in you know groups, and we will not announce. Uh, another series or, or at least announce the titles of another series and start pushing that one until the previous series has shipped this way at least the standard premium editions have shipped uh that way people can start getting their series so we, we don't want people to think like oh yeah thanks for your money we're just moving on like no we want every series to get its time in the spotlight so uh when we when i was on you know 20 episodes ago i was on to talk about series two uh, so series one was Super Blood Hockey and the Pigeon Dev Games Collection, and last time was we were talking about Demons Tier Plus and a robot named Fight, and uh, now uh, we were able to, you know, premiere our series three direct, which you know, thank you. I know you you guys were were there for live. We did it live, and uh, the reception was better than we could have hoped for, and we did a live Q and A in our Discord after just because we wanted to to talk to our fans and not to ask questions. And, you know, when we, when we were doing these series, we had to be hush for so long yeah. about these titles. And we're so excited about everything we released. So to be able to finally, you know, talk about it, it's just such a breath of fresh air. Uh, and uh, just so wonderful to be able to continue that now. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, it, it was awesome to see. Um, one of them was teased before this yeah. direct. Um, that was Cathedral. Yes. Uh, in, in our directs, our first two directs, we did a one more thing uh, because that's what people like, right? Well, it's one yeah. more thing before we go. 
Uh, so in the first direct, we teased the robot name Fight, which was a Series 2 title. And for the second direct, uh, we teased Cathedral, which was great because we had, we had to get permission. And uh, developers of Cathedral are, are really, really amazing people. And they were like, yeah, you could tease it. And ever since we teased it, I get emails all the time. Did I miss Cathedral? When is Cathedral going up? Oh, my God, I want Cathedral. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I did the same thing with Robot prior to. And it's like, oh, I'm so glad you're hyped. But good news is you didn't miss it yet. Uh, and the interesting thing is we actually don't tell our developers who they're paired with unless we've previously announced it. Right. Uh, so specifically, Cathedral, the, the developer, was in our live Q&A. And uh, he had no idea who he was getting paired with. And, of course, we start our direct, uh, which if, if you haven't seen it yet, please go to YouTube.com and, and check out uh, our Premium Edition Games channel and watch the direct. Um, we put a lot of love and time and energy into the directs. Uh, you know, I, I write the script, and then we do, like, table reads, and we go through it all. And we, we want to make an entertaining show, but we also want to showcase uh, our amazing games that we're putting out. And I asked right. him. I said, hey, now that you've seen this direct, what do you think of our titles? Because we did announce three titles. We Cathedral, uh, we announced uh, Phenotopia Awakening, and we announced Mighty Fight Federation. Uh, there are Series 3 titles. And we gave an update on our Kickstarter, Sunshine Anthology. And yeah. the developer of, my, of uh, Cathedral said, I am blown away. You know, I, I'm so honored to be with these you know, other great games. And I need to go play Phenotopia Awakening now. Which was just <laughs> great to hear, like, you know, one developer playing another guy's game, you know? Yeah, um, it was cool. I liked how you guys, you know, you had your little animated versions of yourselves and you were all yeah. doing the talking. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and so I think it flowed really well. You know, you did your talking. I liked the little comedy bits and you, you kept the pacing just, just tight enough, in my opinion. Um, so starting with Cathedral, now that it's... Mm -hmm officially announced this is for pre-order on november 16th i know you're doing your premium edition and your retro edition and i have to say the retro edition cover that box is fantastic i oh i i i almost wanted to pre-order two of them just so i could keep one pristine pristine because i'm definitely opening it yeah the box does look really nice yeah, I, I'm and, I'm pulling and, it up on the, the stream. <laughs> the entire the entire trailer, I don't know, it, it, it just made me even more hype for Cathedral. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, the uh Cathedral is so so when we pick our games, uh we do play all the games. So every sure. game that we, we play, uh we all have to love. So Cathedral is one of those games and we said it in the direct, and the truth is all three of us one hundred percent did this game. We we beat it, we we got everything in it, um, because we just fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it's it's Shovel Knight meets Zelda meets Metroid, uh, in this really cool open-ended open-world, uh, mm -hmm. adventure. And it has challenging bosses, but it's the kind of thing where, like, if a boss is too difficult, you could go explore and get a little stronger and then come back. And uh, even has you know like the the Ducktales Shovel Knight, you know, like the down B where you can pogo on enemies yeah. and you sure. can use that type of technique. Uh, really a lot of a lot of fun. And uh, the art, uh, we look at every piece, and this goes for all our releases, we look at every piece as a canvas. We don't like white, you know, blanks. We don't like to reuse assets. So every piece of art you'll see in all of our releases is unique. And mm -hmm. we're always looking for really cool artists uh, and like in the community that really want to say, hey, I want to showcase, I want to do, do my thing. And uh, we let them go. So 
you yeah, know, there's, that, there's that's multiple for, artists right there. That looks awesome. I mean, like the hand-drawn mini guide, I'm a sucker for art books and stuff like that. So I'm definitely <laughs> excited to see what that looks like. But just, well, I like the, all the, of it. All of it's different. It's nice. The cool thing about the hand-drawn mini guide is there was a Kickstarter for hand-drawn mini guides. Right. And and it was for Zelda, it was for Metroid, it was for uh, Contra, I think. And yeah, unfortunately, I it was taken down. And I, I, I backed it. I was looking forward to it. I was gunned by a man named Philip Summers. And uh, when that happened, we reached out to him and we said, hey, you know, would you like to do an official guide? This, you know, this is you know, approved by the developer and uh, it's a mini guide. Uh, so it's not the full game, but it's just uh, enough like the old school where you would like get Zelda and you would get the beginning, you know, parts of the game. Mm-hmm. And he agreed and he said, yeah, I would love to. So, uh, you know, that's what he's doing. So it's it's the same guy. If you remember that Kickstarter, he's uh, he's providing this and it's phenomenal. And the artwork that he does is just I mean, the developer of Cathedral was in love with that cover because that's the cover of the guide. And it's just such a cool design. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And. Like I was saying, the retro box that comes with the retro edition is different from the retail game case, which is different from the slip case, and they all look like they, you know, tell a story. And then you have the manual as well, and the CD soundtrack, and even the challenge yeah. card has nice art on it. Yeah, I remember you saying that last time on on episode nine that you that you really tried to have every piece be individually made and not like use the same art for like the slipcase as the retail game. I, I know some I know some publishers do that where the slipcase is the same as the as the case, regular case, but no, you, I, I remember you say not wanting to do that if at all possible. Yeah, and yeah. we we're, we're gonna do is not all the art that we even showed off is final. I mean it does say in the bottom of the image art is something mm-hmm. to change. Mm-hmm. Um we do have more that we'll be revealing before the pre order goes live. It's kinda like we're we're doing a tease. Uh, like, you know, we don't see like the inlay art uh, sure. of the case right now. Uh, that slip case is also done by Paul E. Niemeyer, who did our first four. He did the Mortal Kombat logo and a bunch of other arcade stuff. Uh, really, really talented, fun guy. And a pleasure to work with him again. And uh, he just really captured Cathedral in that slip case. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to play this game. Um, pre-orders for this one and the other series three titles we'll talk about are live on November 16th, correct? We don't have, do we have yes. a time yet that we can say? Actually, actually that is one of the things uh we <laughs> didn't announce and we 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 neglected to talk about in the direct and <laughs> I, I think it just slipped our minds. We were just so I mean, we even in the direct we didn't even talk about the price, but the pricing structure is the same as, yeah, as the first two. So, so it's yeah. 40 and it's 60. Um, but we were just so excited about the games we forgot. So we were discussing that actually today. So we actually haven't made an official announcement yet. So this is actually going to be the first place to be heard is going to be. <laughs> oh, we got the exclusive. Podcast. It's an exclusive for nice. you guys. Uh, the time that they will go live, all three games will go live on the 16th will be noon Eastern, nine Pacific. There so it is. Uh, there it is, noon Eastern. Get ready. That is it. We figured that would be a nice. Nice time, people off on lunch. The, for the West Coast, it won't be too early. For European, if they want to do that, it will you know, be right after work. Um, so, oh yeah, you guys ship. You guys do ship uh, to EU. We do ship. We do, and we also have partners uh, like with Bizarre Bazaar over uh-huh. in Europe as well. So, nice. uh, so we do have that. But there are people who just want to purchase from us uh, in the Europe. So, 
we we figured noon Eastern would be the most accommodating time we could do. Of course, there's going to be someone go, oh, I can't make that, and it's yeah. going to be impossible to please a hundred percent of the people. Yeah, you got to do what you can. I I, I get that. Um, and as a disclaimer as well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. All three retro editions are limited to five hundred copies for each game. Correct? They are limited to five hundred on the website. Um, okay. We will have we will have a few more. Um, those extra copies are going to our distribution. Um, gotcha. So, like I mentioned, bizarre, bizarre video games plus. I don't know how many. We don't know how many um, copies they're going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we don't want to just say oh, it's only us. We do want to give uh, to our distributions, give, let them have a chance to get some as well. So the website is five hundred only there. So uh, I can't tell sure. you how fast they're going to sell out. Um, but it's one of those things where you know if you really want it, I would suggest sooner versus later. Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. I'll be there at twelve oh one. I'll be in there as soon as the website You'll refreshes. You'll already be too late. Nah, dude. I did the same thing with um, <laughs> Demons Tier Plus and Robot Name Fight, both of which I'm waiting for retro edition, and I'm about to slip Barry five dollars to get mine sooner. <laughs> the, um, uh, the I can give you a little update on those too. Um, the re- we yeah. are, the retro editions we are planning for uh, this holiday of this year for for our series two titles. Uh, if all goes well, we might be able to ship before the end of this month um that that a lot of there's a lot of factors and especially with the world today where things are delayed um so that is the the hope that we can do that um but definitely by the end of the year and then the deluxe for robot name fight will be quarter one 2022 uh we just had to uh you know we have to wait on the the book you know it's coming from overseas so for all those that did support us and get the deluxe we thank you so much for that um it's just one of those where real world you know, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I got you. I'm excited for them regardless, though. Um, moving on, though, to the next game, we got... Uh, you pronounce it because I still can't pronounce it, please. <laughs> oh, Phenotopia Awakening? There you go. Thank you. I keep wanting to say, like, Phonotopia or Phonotopia. It, it's, it's, it's Think, think Phoenix. Phoenix. Got it. Phenotopia. Okay. So, funny enough that when I saw this, I, I was like, wait, this game looks super familiar. And I went to my downloads page and realized I played it. And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, I did a first look for this game. Um, so it's cool that it's finally getting a physical in some form. And it made me want to replay it again. So I'm definitely excited for when this physical comes out. Again, beautiful cover and retro edition and regular standard edition as well. Um, mm-hmm. Which, oh, the, which... The box art uh, retro edition, though. I mean... Dude, all, all three. It's just... Just great. I, I, yeah, I'm blown I away every a, time. I have a weak spot for those Super Nintendo inspired boxes, so... <laughs> I'm actually trying to... I was trying to grab a picture of it while I was sitting here, but yes, the Super Nintendo oh, box for that one is awesome. You should be able to... You should be able to find it on the, on the Twitter or something like that. Uh, we should have it. Uh, uh, I, I don't have it, but I have this basic standard one for the time being, unless you can link it to me. Um, I, I did want to play it again, and I figured of the three... This would probably be this one in Cathedral. I thought were tied for Dave's favorites, but I think he would probably lean more towards this one. It but, does look great. Phenotopia yeah. Awakening is. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a sad story about this game. Um, this game is phenomenal, and the unfortunate part of this game is they were approached before us um, by another publisher, and I don't know which, uh, about this game, and they asked about the digital sales. 
And the unfortunate thing is the digital sales are not good. This game kind of came out and it just like was left to die. Um, you know, so many games on the eShop, it just kind of got buried. Uh, so that developed so that a publisher said, all right, we don't want to do it because the digital sales aren't good. Sure. So when we wow. approached um, them, he pretty much was like, oh, you know, I, uh, you, you don't want to, you don't want to go with this. It's, it's not, not going to sell well. And, we're like, what are you talking about? This game is amazing. We we absolutely love this game. We absolutely want to do it. So he agreed, and we had a like kind of you know really kind of build up his spirits. And once he agreed, yeah. he was like, you know what? Since this is now becoming reality, uh, can I have my artist do it? Because we we ha we have a team of artists and uh, some internally, some that we outsource. And uh, he sure. had a team of artists that just got the style. He had unused art that he was never able to utilize. He had fan art. Uh, all this stuff, and he was like, you know, can I do it? And we were pretty much just said, sure. So everything you see, the the retro box, the slip cover, the 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 cover of the game, the, the CD soundtrack artwork, the even the challenge card, even the patch for the challenge patch, all that stuff is right from him. The chibi keychain. Uh, this is his dream come true, and we're just allowing him to have his dream come true. Uh, and his artists are phenomenal. They really capture the style of this game and the colors and. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. That's with awesome. You, it's just it's a it's a dream for us to be able to help his dream come true. It's that's it. that's yeah, great. It's great. It's great that you're able to give him this chance. Yeah, and yeah. and I he saw like the reaction, and and the biggest reaction for this game is I never heard of this. How did I miss this? This looks fantastic. And it, yeah, it, I saw a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's another thing, you know, with, with, with like presentations like this, that you can, you, as you said, the game unfortunately got buried in the eShop. This, this will give it a, another chance at, you know, being recognized. Exactly. Um, this is one of those things where, uh, for those that don't know, or maybe they, they're not watching or anything, it is a, like a, a Zelda 2 side-scroller adventure with Breath of the Wild elements, except the weapons breaking and like a Link to the Past elements. and. It's just this grandiose adventure. Um, it is so good, and it's it's very long. I think a speedrunner beat it in like eight hours. So you're wow. getting like this massive adventure here, uh, mm -hmm. and it's just uh, it's sadly overlooked. And I think this is this like we even say in the the video the hidden gem, uh, because it is. This is a game that like deserves like an a plus rating that no one's ever heard of and yeah i, I, I mean really i think it's safe to say out of the six are we at six seven we have seven, seven? uh out of the seven this is probably the most unknown of them yep. so i i would say that's true um i do like the art for this so i'm definitely excited and like dave mentioned with the retro style box um it looks good i'm i'm hyped for that and sorry, go ahead I was going to say it's kind of interesting because if you look at our Series 1 retro boxes, uh, they're both NES-based. They're, you know... Yeah, uh, right, right. And then you look at our Series 2, they're both Super Nintendo-based because they're like Super Nintendo-style games. And this series, it's a mixture. You know, Cathedral is more NES-based. It's got the NES box. This is more Super Nintendo-based. It's got the Super Nintendo box. Mm -hmm. we, need, we need an N64-style now, and then we'll be, <laughs> be good. You, um, you know, that's that's something that's uh -huh. available. Um, there you go. <laughs> I, uh, I I like it. Uh, the good thing is, like in my opinion, so Dave and I are pretty big into indies. Um, we always make sure to mention, you know, in our weekly releases, right. at least one or two. Granted, we talk about the AAA, sure, but that's Dave and I's, you know, main thing. I mean, Dave's whole channel is almost based on indie. 
when he's not playing Dead by Daylight. Um, <laughs> you know what? Dead by Daylight technically is an indie. Ah, uh, sure. Well, I'm not even going to comment on that, actually. Just to save face for this episode. But, yeah, it's just cool to see games like that get another chance or a fresh look or even just have this art that you said is unseen and, like, have the art team yeah. really just go wild with it, to be honest. And yeah, this last game... game was awesome because every time I thought it was over, you revealed something new. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Um, that game being Mighty Fight Federation. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, one of those plans we were going to do because uh, when writing the script, <clears throat> we were thinking, you know, like, I was thinking, like, how, how could we end this? Because, uh, you know, we, we always do a one more thing. And there was a chance that this game was going to be a series four title and it it all it all is based on the developer because the developer you know when we asked them we we like our games to be complete so if you get a premium edition games uh physical cartridge it's going to be complete um i'm going to say 99.9 percent of the time and the only reason i'm going to say that is because there's always that chance that there's going to be like a bug fix fix patch way down the road and we we can't Mm -hmm. foresee that Um, so we asked him, do you have any more characters coming? And had he said yes, this game would have been the tease for Series 4. But when he said, no, this is the last character, they're all going to be there. We're going to get them all on cart. We said, awesome. let's get this in Series 3 and let's surprise people with it. So when writing it, you know, you know, I wrote the whole thing with the button, which is funny because when I first wrote it, uh, you know, Jeff and JP were kind of like, what's with the button? I don't get it. And I'm trying to explain it to them. And then when they saw it in action, they're like, oh my God, I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> so we did, we did the whole skit with that. We revealed the game and we revealed it as a one more thing. Um, but the whole time, if you actually listen to the dialogue, you know, it's written in a way we, we say, we're not going to do the same thing. We're not doing it. Not, we did it twice. We're not going to do the same thing. And if you, if you watch it without the context, people most likely think, oh, no, we're not going to do a one more thing. Uh, the truth is, we didn't do a one more thing. We did something different. We included a third game. And when we found out the extra characters, and we said, oh, we need to do the, like the Street Fighter, you know, you put in a quarter, you know, one yes. more, you know. You know, here comes a new challenger uh, to not only be for the new characters, but also a new challenger into Series 3. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and just to have this game, uh, we're honored because there's so many great IPs attached to this game. It's a dream come true. Yeah, there's... This is almost like... I want to say, is. like, indie slash triple-A... Well, not not triple-A. Indie slash, like... Not triple-A, but, like, l- lower dev smash? I'm trying to think of the word <laughs> I want to say. But, like, it, there's it, so it, many characters. It, it's awesome. Yeah, but, but yeah. just... But just really, it was, it was definitely one one of those blink and oh, did I miss something moments? Like <laughs> I'm I'm watching the trailer and <clears throat> oh, here I see some characters firing, and the next moment it's like oh, wait, what? They are in the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, it's it's uh, this is like Power Stone. It's definitely inspired by Power Stone right. and other things. It was it's, you know, 3D arena fighter. Yeah, it, it it's surprising to see a 3D arena fighter because you know arena fighters lately have been well. It's either it's either like the, the the Street Fighter kind of game or the Smash Bros kind of game. It seems yep. like recently, so it's always nice to see a deviation of that formula. Right, and uh, 
and the bloodstained level is actually a 2D level, so it's, it kind of does add that as an option if you want. But to get, you know, you get <clears throat> Toadjam and Earl, you get Yugalele, you get Miriam from Bloodstained, you get Kunio and Ricky from... That was know, so amazing when they showed and, that, because I had no idea they were in this game, and I was excited. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm terrible with names, so I, I don't know everybody involved with the game, but I saw T. Lopes, and I know T. Lopes from Sonic Mania and other, yes. you know, projects before, and I was like, that's amazing! The soundtrack is a phenomenal, and that, yeah. that it is highlighted in, in the main trailer. Uh, just some of the people involved in this. This, I mean, you got Sonic Mania, you got Mega Man, Shovel you got, like, Knight. Yep. Shovel Knight. I mean, you got such an amazing soundtrack. Um, it's it's something that I was surprised to see, you know, not be already out there. And when we were talking with the developers, they told us that the reason they they signed with us is because of our passion. They're like, we could tell nice. you are passionate about what you do. And uh, I told them that was the greatest honor that, that I could get. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, and and this rollback yeah. netcode, that's what matters, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and cross and crossplay. Cross play. So the Steam, PS4, Xbox, and the Switch versions, you could all play that you could take your premium and play against uh, those other I'll, systems. I'll be well. able to use ukulele against Dave for real now, just like that <laughs> level. Um, yeah. I liked I liked the retro edition with and the standard edition uh, with the black and white drawing. Uh, I'm assuming that is art that's not final, or maybe it is right. and no, it's no. intentional. That no, that is not final art. Um, Mighty, because Mighty Fight Federation joined last, um, we didn't have all the time to get as much art done as we wanted to. Yeah. But we wanted to get the direct out. So um, that art is still being worked on and will be teased between now and the 16th. But the that is actually being done by uh, an internal designer with our team. And okay. what's cool is is a lot of inspiration for that era, the slipcase is inspired by the Capcom PSP releases, specifically the Power Stone Collection. Yeah. The mm -hmm. and so like that that ring that's going to be filled in with characters. It's just you know. Early. I'm 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 and seeing this CD, uh, CD with the Sega. Yeah, the, it looks like a Dreamcast. I was just about Dude, to ask that. That's it definitely looks... Dreamcast. I don't want to hear only, anyone tell me it's not. Not only that, but if you pull up uh, Power Stone US cover. And yeah. Compare it to that, and you'll see some really cool inspirations between the two of them. Um, oh that, yeah! That... Now that you mention it, <laughs> that, I'm sure. That's... I, yeah, I, 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 I was like that post does look familiar, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Yes, it is directly a a a uh, an homage to Power Stone. Uh, and since obviously we do cartridges, you know, with the Switch instead of CDs, mm. we did it for the soundtrack CD instead. And then the box art, uh, even though this game is definitely not NES, um, it is an NES-style box because it's the cover is based off of Mighty Final Fight. Um, yes, I so see that. That's Mighty awesome. Final Fight mm -hmm. cover for Mighty Fight Federation. So that's where the inspiration comes from there. Yeah, and so the Retro Edition also comes with a set of trading cards, manual, and also there's the challenge card that you can get um, for the patch, which is... Uh, I like that idea that you guys keep uh doing and encouraging with each of your releases yeah you... uh, so for those that don't know yeah i was gonna uh, say go for it each of our games come with a challenge card um and on that is a developer challenge so we ask what well, one of the things after we sign a game is hey think of a challenge you want 
the players to to accomplish. Should you accomplish it and and follow the instructions, you have to tag it in social media with uh with pictures and and send us an email with your order number and your address, and uh, we will mail you for free uh, a challenge pack for you to either put in the case or to wear on your, you know your piece of clothing or whatever. It's your physical achievement. So it yeah. becomes an event too once people start getting the games in hand. Like right now, you know, flooded with with robot name fight and demons tier challenge submissions, and it's great to see. And sometimes the challenges may be a little on the easier side for some, and some might be a little on the harder side. But it's it's fun. We want we don't want to give you games to say put this on your shelf and never touch it. Let it collect dust. Uh, we were all <laughs> guilty of doing it, but we want you to open up the games. We want you to play the games because these developers are super passionate, and we're super passionate about their releases, and we want them to be enjoyed. Yeah, I I like that a lot. That's really nice that you guys do that. To be honest with you, um, overall I really enjoyed it. I I'm excited for all three of these and. To uh, hear my wallet cry in the distance when I pre-order all three retro editions on the 16th. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, uh, that's awesome. You know, I, I I thank you for that. Uh, you know, one thing uh, we're 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 working on trying to get games out much faster. Um, as you know, we're still a new company. There's a lot of things we're we're learning. We've started to streamline more things. Uh, you know, our series one releases took us quite a while to get out. Our series two. I mean, we, we announced them in, and, and the pre-order in June, closed it in July, and we've already shipped the premiums with hopefully the retro shipping the end of this month. So this this is a four-week pre-order. So November 16th, it's till December 16th. And that's the, we're, we're going to order on the 17th. Uh, pretty much we have to see how many because it's an open pre-order. So we right. need to know how many to order. Uh, I, I've seen people go, you know, like, oh, you know, it's I ordered it, you know, halfway through the pre-order window. Is it out yet? Can I get it now? No, we have to wait. Uh, just be patience. So hopefully we, we have them out uh, even sooner. But it, the premiums will most likely come before the retros just because the retros have other things that need development sure. time or production time. Sure. Yeah, of course. And I mean... I'm not going to name names, but I think you guys are faster than some other companies. So there's that. And that's always nice, in my opinion. Um, We're just over a year old and we have four (laughs) releases actually out in people's hands already. Yes. It's it's pretty impressive. (laughs) It's impressive to me and I will not ever complain about it. Um, I have to talk about this uh, little last hint that happened right at the end of this direct. (laughs) And I need to understand why no one else caught on except me and some other people. Uh, I guess a few people did, and they sent me DMs on Discord. But I had people looking this up and using like, uh, you know, like song recognition software to try and figure out what this was. And you're right. I think the hype of Series Three almost <laughs> oh, pretty much overshadowed the hint. Uh, and we love it that way because it's teased. It's there. It's a teaser. It's what it's for. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, people are, people are talking about what they should be talking about, which is Series Three. Yeah, and um, I'm not going to say it here. I think I almost know exactly what it is, so I'm pretty excited for that. And I will maybe ask you about it off off uh, the podcast. <laughs> I, you know, all, all I'm going to say is that, you know, the future is undecided, and anything can happen. And uh, hopefully those are big <laughs> things and exciting things. And um, just for those watching on the stream, I have a have the stream up of their direct for season series three. I just the avatars are great. 
And especially <laughs> since I know what all three of you look like, they're pretty uh pretty good, pretty good drawings and rec recreations of what you guys look like. Um, yeah, they nice uh, job. they were actually they were drawn by a woman named Faye Strayer, uh, or Strayer. Uh, she's in Canada, and uh, JP's wife just wrote a children's book called Sammy the Sock, which is available on Amazon. I'll, I'll plug for her. She's, she's a wonderful there you woman. Go. And um, and uh, the that's the illustrator. So when if you watch our first direct, we had you know the original artwork for for Jeff and JP. Uh, mm -hmm. and I tried to contact that artist to get one of me and, uh, never heard back. So I had a different artist draw me, but we were like, we, we should try and make them uniform. So yeah. we all contacted and, and she did all three of our work, which is why if you watch our second direct, you actually see us go from our original avatars to transform into this. So, uh, now, you know, going forward, we're, we're using these. That's awesome. I like that a lot. And that's that. We got November 16th, 12 p.m. Eastern for the three pre-orders for Series 3. Don't miss it if you want them. Retro editions especially. Yes, lots of 500 on the website. And the, they, they, the premiums are uh, open pre-orders. So if you're worried about and that's all you want, you know, you have a month. You have four weeks. Uh, December 16th, they will close. Yes. Okay. And that is that. And with that... Uh, we have a lot of news links to cover, and by news, a lot I mean it's mostly uh, a week of delays and DLCs, as Dave is calling this episode, <laughs> which is hilarious. But before that, I have to mention that I um, have a problem with picking games up, because I keep doing that. I uh, I picked up World War Z Dying Light, Undernauts, Astria Ascending, and Smashing the Battle from East Asia Soft just arrived today from PlayAsia, and it's um, it's a great time be me because uh now premium edition games is going to get three more coming to my house eventually and um so i am I... never going to leave my house that's what's <laughs> happening you know as 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 like usually a, a big nintendo fan i may have gotten a little bit sidetracked and gotten game pass on pc so you're not allowed to do that nope i nope. know you're banned but also from the chat <clears throat> besides that um upcoming week you know, uh, a lot of releases, so I yeah. didn't pick up anything else. <laughs> I will say, as I say, your band that I've been playing Forza Horizon Five. So, um, I'm what was not... the last Switch game you beat? The last what? The last Switch game that you beat? Oh God, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly serious. I think that's the last one. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, well, I, I will say Dying Light run, runs really well on the Switch for what it is. It's a good port. World War Z is actually pretty nice, too. And uh, I think, Barry, you also picked up Smashing the Battle? Yes. From I, East Asia Soft? I picked up Smashing the Battle. And uh, when, you, when you go for a full Switch set, you kind of have no choice. You have to pick yeah, it you're doing Yeah, you're doing the full one, right? Yeah. It's... Are you doing full, like, full, like, JP crazy pull, or...? I'm doing full uh, U.S. release and full English language, but I'm not like JP crazy where it's like this has an American cover and a European cover and a German cover and an Italian <laughs> cover, and I'm gonna get them all. Like, no, I, I don't have the space for that. That so is amazing when American he does that. Only Just so you do you pick up like Japanese only games that have English support? Yep. Yes, absolutely. So you're picking up that Monster Hunter dual pack. No, because that has two <laughs> English releases, which I have. Like, they're okay. two American releases. 
I want, so I, he, I want he's picking up Maiden of Maiden of Blackwater or whatever it's called. Yeah. Because that's uh it has an English language support. Um I think I should be getting that relatively soon. I have it pre ordered. I wanted to get it because I wanted to play it for Halloween, but you know, that physical. <laughs> what I sucks mean, is I mean when that. you do that and then an American one is announced and it's like don't tell me that happened. And, and no, no, it didn't happen. Oh, but that's God. something that that I've yelled at JP about because he's like, "Here's the European, here's the European, I'll get him." And then the American comes. I'm like, "You cost me money, dude." <laughs> he's like, "Everyone tells me that." See, that's a problem yeah. I sometimes have with 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 like indie games. Like, oh, I want to play this indie game, but I would really have a physical. But it, you never know. Is it gonna get one? <laughs> it's always exactly. a risk. Exactly. So that's why I'm like almost never playing these digital ones when they do the indie directs i just add them to my wish list of hopeful physicals unless i get it as like a review code i i almost never get them hey you know what? if there's something that you want to see physical in the premium edition games discord we do have a suggest a release channel so you don't want me to do that, that in there oh yeah, no you, don't, we do. you don't want me to do that we absolutely do because you know what that's how we find games a phenotopia awakening is example someone said hey check this game out we do we look at all those things we check them out we reach out Sometimes we can get something going, sometimes we can't, but you never know till you try. So, absolutely, yeah. that's what it's there for. That's yeah, fair. I'll that's give fair. you a really fun example. A friend of mine wanted Bug Fables, but they were okay. like, hey, let's wait for a physical. And I'm like, you're not going to know if it's going to, you know, in hindsight, it's Bug Fables. It was really popular. It should have gotten a physical at some point, you know. But they were like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to get one or not. And it, it went on sale. They purchased it. And I believe two weeks later, the physical was announced. I didn't even. I still haven't played that game. I heard it was very super paper, super paper, Paper Mario esque. Um, yes, it is. It's I, a. It is very that much one? a Paper Mario. The only issue that I have with it, if you're used to Paper Mario, it is way more difficult than Paper yes. Mario. Because who, who, who did honestly, this one? Limited Run. Limited Run did, yeah. Okay. Because honestly, um, I was max level with my entire party. And I played yeah. on normal, and I still had trouble beating the final boss. Not speaking about the, the super bosses that come after that came after with DLC, free DLC updates. You got farther than I did. I, I, <laughs> I like I went over. You get locked into the facility at one point, and like there's like a B boss. Uh, that B boss kept killing me. There I was watched Dave play I, it, and that's how I played it because I was not going to pick it up. There was so. a point where I was like, I have to turn off the hard mode badge because it's going to be impossible to beat for me. Hmm. Fair enough. Nintendo fan 420 in the chat says Gato Roboto needs a physical. I don't know that yes. game, but I will I put I it in. Either. There you go. Put it in the Discord, or just <laughs> I'll put it in the Discord for them. Apparently, it's a black and white aesthetic game. It looks kind of interesting. Yeah, um. Any, any yeah, it is. We'll definitely reach out. Okay, cool. So, with that, Gary Bowser pled guilty. Yeah. What? It was what it was a Bowser. transition. <laughs> Bowser versus Bowser. Gary Bowser versus Doug Bowser, basically. <laughs> Since we're already at 40 minutes, I'm going to do these slightly quicker than normal. But the That's Switch right. Hacking Group uh, agreed to pay Nintendo $4.5 million on two charges, which is... Um, you know, not pocket change, but still not enough for all the physicals for Switch. So, with that, uh, what do you guys think about the exploitation of vulnerabilities in this video game sphere that we live in? I hate it. 
in my opinion. <laughs> it, it's, 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 you know, it's... I, I, Dave's about to be Nintendo a contrarian. To, Dave is going to be a contrarian right now. I Nintendo, know of course, wants to protect their IPs, and it makes sense. But on the other hand, you know, it's like... If it's not easily available, it's hard to justify defending the... Like, it, it, I understand why. You know, you have to, if one person is like, oh, but this game I can't get right now, so it's okay to, you know, pirate it, then everybody's like, yeah, but I cannot pay 500 yeah. bucks for a copy of, and then everybody's going to do it. So it makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense, but it's still, mm, you know, it's, I understand the reasoning why on both sides of the argument. It's a double-edged sword. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, Nintendo's been doing this since the beginning with the Game Genie. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, they, they don't like anything messing with their, their IPs or their products, and I, I don't blame them. But, you know, like you said, like if, if someone can afford, let, let's say they can afford a 40-hour game, and someone else says, well, I can't afford a 40-hour game. Therefore, since you could afford it, you should buy it, and because I can't afford it, then I should go ahead and be able to get it for free. Or right. you know, use some hacks. Um, that's a slippery slope because then everybody'd be like, "Well, I can't afford it either. Let me actually get free." And then the whole industry would collapse. I mean, yeah. if games aren't bought, then the developers don't get money, and if the developers don't get money, then we don't get these great games. So we need them to get money. <laughs> yeah, and they also, like yeah. I said, like I've mentioned time and time again, podcasts—they're a publicly traded company. They have to adhere yep. to these decisions with their shareholders because if they don't, they can go into legal trouble themselves. So they don't really have a choice, even if they didn't want to do what they wanted. Even if they didn't want to go after these people, they don't really have a choice. Um, yes. Also, this affected more than just Nintendo. Apparently, that's also affected Sony, Sega, uh, Commodore 64, and Atari uh, from Team Executor. I'll, actually, albeit pretty good name, but uh, yeah, not not ideal here. So good on Good on Daddy Nintendo, keeping it real. Uh, Marvel Midnight Suns pushed back to the second half of 2022. I'm kind of disappointed because I really want this game, but not disappointed because the first half of 2022 is stacked on every console. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And, it's insane. You know, I've, I, I've, always been look, I, I've also been looking forward to Midnight Suns because uh, it, it, it's made by... Um, what was the developer's team name again? Um, they made XCOM. So Marvel? I know that they use... No. Marvel <laughs> didn't. Uh, Firaxis Games. Okay. And they made I don't know. XCOM, X- they made XCOM, XCOM 2. They, made, they make a lot of good strategy games. So I, I know this franchise is in good hands in this regard. Some people were upset that this was a card game instead of a regular XCOM-esque game. I well, it's card-based, but it's not a card game. Like, well, card. Yeah, I, I. That's what I meant. That's like saying Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories is a card game. Like it is eh. a card game. No, it's not. You <laughs> use cards in battle. It's not a card game. Um. Anyway, I am disappointed, so, but I think this game is going to turn out good, even on the Switch. So. Right. Yeah, I'm excited. Also, I don't know if we mentioned this, but this article does mention that Shovel Knight Dig is delayed, and I was not surprised by that because they've been very quiet, and that game looks yeah fantastic. I think uh, they, did they show that at the indie world? I, I wonder is 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 yeah, did. is Shovel Knight Dig delayed because of Pocket Dungeon or was Pocket Dungeon just an extra? That's something that I'm not entirely. I thought they were both. About. I thought they were different. There are different, right? They are two yeah, different, different games. Games. Yes. Um, I guess 
maybe it's one or the other. I mean, to be fair, they kind of take a bit with their releases as it is, but their releases are always 10 out of 10, in my opinion, so I don't mind waiting um, if they right. need more time to polish or whatever. But yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe with this one, it'll be better that they do the delay. Um, essentially, it's a very tough decision to move their launch window, they're saying, and they decided to push it because they need more time to make the game the best as possible. And, you know, it's Marvel, so maybe Marvel has something to do with it. Maybe they saw it and they were like, nah, nah, nah. We have to fix this because Marvel, like Nintendo and others, are very particular with their IPs and uh, like their characters represented a certain way, you know. So who knows? You know, we'll see. I think I think any game getting delayed, while it may initially suck, it works out better in the long run. Um, well, that's like uh, Miyamoto's quote, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And especially when you're dealing with a physical release, because if they say we're going to rush it out. And then you're going to have a day one patch. You you only have a physical release, but you have a lesser version. I would rather them make sure it was complete. And at least, at least in the games like this, where where it doesn't need a day one patch to run. Yeah, exactly. Um, most of the time, well, I mean, not most of the time. Actually, lately, which is weird, a lot of Nintendo's releases have day one patches, and. That, that wasn't always the case at, like, the start of the Switch lifecycle, but I've noticed it more and more. Like, even Mario Party had a day one update. And, um, I, I don't know what that's about. I think honest. that's for, I, I think Nintendo wants to release a lot of good games still, you know? Like, like I remember when Switch first came out in, I want to say 2017, it basically had a game coming out, a good one, every month. Yeah. And they want to keep that momentum going. But of course, it's going to be more difficult as the games keep increasing in size to keep them, you know, going at that steady rate without having that day one patch. And sure. as, as I mentioned, and I, I think last week or the week before the podcast, um, Nintendo usually doesn't delay. So when they have a release date in mind, that's it. Right. That's why I was um, very surprised that um, Advance Wars. Advance Wars. Because honestly, that's like a. It's a pretty high tier title for me. Um, I have a lot of nostalgia for it from the GBA. I've actually been tempted multiple times to rebuy it on GBA Complete, but I have to hold off. Uh, so when I saw that, I was disappointed. But I'm like, you know what? It'll be better in the long run. Um, yeah, and they're, they're not like they're not like gonna release a game and then have it released in such a poor state that it's basically unplayable until a new patch comes out two, three months down the line. You know. Although they did do that with the uh, expansion pack, so you know, you you can't win them all. Uh, I'm not hating on the expansion pack; I bought it, but uh, it it it's not perfect. And they did confirm that they are working on continued updates and quality of life for it. And there was a statement made that they're gonna keep supporting it. And we already saw, I'm sure, a bunch of leaks for potential games to be included. So you know, over time, it'll be more and more worth it for those who are. Skeptical. I'm trying to convince Dave here to buy it. So well, I mean, it just came out, so I really hope they would continue to support it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you under expansion pack? No way. It it's just I am buying it. Yeah, but you know I'm those those people online who are just like, oh, it's terrible. They're not going to do anything with this. Like, uh, no, 64 has a good enough amount of titles they can add to this. I mean, they added some titles like Sin and Punishment. I didn't think they were going to add it first, and they already did. So yeah. it's what it is. Great game. Um, I can't believe that Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 is getting more DLC. This again. game came out in like 2016, didn't it? And it's still getting DLC. 
I'm not mad about it, because I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, but I'm mad that it keeps getting DLC, because <laughs> who has time or money to keep buying DLC for this game? It arrived in, on Switch back in 2017, but yeah, it was out before that in, in 2016, I believe. Yeah, and the DLC is not Switch exclusive, so I'm going to go with the original release date of 2016, and that's, this... that's almost six years of DLC. I, you think it's enough? <laughs> yeah, and, and and even their other game, Fighter Z, has a good amount of DLC because it's that's it's also a very popular. DLC, right. As far as I know, I, they haven't said they aren't, but it's you know it's one of the most popular fighting games right now. Um, see with see with Xenoverse, I can I can see it because it it also has kind of like a Monster Hunter kind of setup where you're like you're, you're running around your city and you pick a quest and you have like one star quest and two star quests and three star quests and you know kind of that system like Monster Hunter. So it's not just one-on-one fights like i actually don't own like, this game this is like one dragon ball game i never never bought and really? I, i've i've bought like every dragon balls dragon ball actually, game and i've never bought this one i actually picked this up together with monster hunter generations ultimate on switch they were both on sale on best buy at one point and i think both of them together were 30 bucks does it run decent enough on switch or Dude, I've played I, I played games at 18 frames per second and thought it ran decent enough. What are you talking about? I, I'm just saying, like, you know, some games are more noticeable than others, and I'm not going to get into that. Xenoverse, just... Xenoverse runs pretty well. and Because, um, I mean, I've what's played... it called? Kakarot runs fantastic, and I did not expect yeah, it to run that, that well. That, that's one thing that they've been doing with these Dragon Ball games. Xenoverse runs well. Z runs well. Kakarot runs well. So they put the effort in. I'm saying, dude, Bandai Namco and Capcom are in their renaissance period right now. They're they're killing the game with releases. Um, maybe I will uh, add this to my cart later. Who knows? But, anyway. Yeah, sorry, I interrupted Hawk <laughs> at some point, I think. Yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hawk. It's, it's fine. I was going to say, Xenoverse 2 is, was a phenomenal game when I played it. I played it on the, the PlayStation 4 because the Switch didn't have a version at that point. And I enjoyed it more than Fighter Z. It was like an MMO Dragon Ball game and, you know, yeah. got to complete the story and then they just mm. kept adding stuff. And I wanted to go back, but, you know, once you put a game down, it's kind of hard, hard to go back because it's Sometimes, all these yeah. new games. <laughs> well, that's why I like that... Kakarot because it's kind of like, I mean, well, I, will, I won't say too much about Xenoverse because I haven't played it, but it's kind of seems like they just took the best things about it and improved upon it and made it even more story-based so yeah, that's what i that's what i felt about kakarot it the gameplay com is comparative very much so like the fights are very much comparable to xenoverse yeah and this article so, um, even says there's more dlc in 2022 so we're just not ever leaving this game is essentially what they're saying right. um <laughs> you never know uh this dlc that we're getting is going to be uh what do you call it we're getting oh god there's so much here in this article i'm sorry Apparently, it's priced at $16.99. Three new missions, a new stage, four new playable characters. So this is essentially like Dragon Ball Super characters for those who are not as familiar. Um, then on November 4th, yeah. there was a free update for all players with new raid quests, ultimate skills, photo mode goodies, etc. And then it says in 2022, we're getting more. So um, yeah, you can just keep playing this game. And I like that it... I'm assuming it starts at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z and goes all the way through to the Super Actually, now. So that's original cool. story. Yep, oh, really? Xenoverse 2 is actually the direct sequel to Xenoverse, story-wise. Oh, oh, God, so I have I, to play the first one now? No, no you do No, you don't. Um, okay. You you do get to make a character in Xenoverse 2. Oh, that's, that's this one. Be, that's this game. That, that's this that's one. That's going to be the character. You, you get to make two characters, I believe. One character that you play now, and then the other character that you make is technically the hero from Xenoverse 1. Okay, so 
this is the one where you make your character however you want. Yes. Okay, that's and, the one um, I've seen. Oh, interesting. It's really cool because there's a bunch of what ifs. Like you could go back to like future Trunks' timeline and and like stop uh, Go uh, Gohan from getting killed and you know spoilers the androids and what happened. Well, it's just one of the many. <laughs> like there's all these what if scenarios that you get to uh -huh. play and play through and see what happens. It's that's, I, that's I think there's a statue of limitations on spoilers for Dragon Ball Z at this yeah. point. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what I like about Xenoverse. It's basically one big fanfic that you can just keep expanding upon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that is cool. I'm waiting for a game that goes back to some Dragon Ball content, but it'll be okay, I guess, maybe, for now. So, you know, I might add this to my card. Well, if you see it, me pick it up on the Discord in a few days, it's because you guys convinced <laughs> me to buy it. Was this... Hawk, remind me, was this the one that had to fight between uh, Super Saiyan 4 Goku and then Super Saiyan God Goku to see which one is better? Uh, I think it might have been one of the what-if scenarios. That sounds fantastic. That's almost as cool as having <laughs> as, as Fighter Z having six Gokus, and you can just do Goku versus Goku. That's great. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's you, amazing. You should. I, I, uh, I, if you play Super Dragon Ball Heroes, which yeah. also takes place in the Xenoverse, in the Xenoverse universe, I think you have eighteen hundred characters at this point. Didn't they <laughs> just do a show sort of based off of that? Um, yeah. Yes. Dragon I was watching. Ball Hero Dragon Ball Heroes. Yeah, I was watching that one or something yeah. like that. It was. Um, I actually kind of liked it just because of all the insanity going on. But I'm yeah, also one of the people who like GT. So that yeah. also takes place in that Xenoverse universe. You know, it's it's the Xenoverse is basically like all parallel universes of Dragon Ball potentially combined into one. Well, welcome back to the Nintendo Z cast where we talk about Dragon Ball Z for too long. <laughs> um, moving on to the Binding of Isaac Repentance arriving on Nintendo Switch this week. It was it's out on well, it's already out. Came out November fourth. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this is, so explain. This is a massive expansion for the Binding of Isaac. Mm -hmm. uh, from what I understand, from what I understand, I haven't even touched it yet, but it's a it supposedly has more content than the current game originally had and all the DLC had. So this is a sequel, not it's, DLC? It's, it's basically a sequel, but also DLC at the same time, because, like I said, it's if you buy the Binding of Isaac Repentance physical edition, you get the original Binding of Isaac, plus all the content included up until, up until and including Repentance. Okay. Or you can just buy the DLC for 20 bucks. Gotcha. And they're doing a physical release, I guess, on um, the Nicalis's website yep. uh, for PS5 mm -hmm. and Switch, or at least PS5 and Switch. Um, I think I've one also. There you go. I think I've, I think I own this game. I've, pl I've definitely played Binding of Isaac. I just don't know where where I own it currently, to be honest. Okay. Um. So the Binding yeah. of Isaac Repentance will add two new playable characters, 130 plus new items, 100 plus new enemies, 25 plus new bosses. A new alternate path, a new chapters, a new final boss, a new ending. That's wow. Yeah, so this is essentially like um this is like a Xenoblade Chronicles like scenario where they do the this physical like, and like there's just extra content. It's basically a separate game. It's wild. Yeah. This is this is basically like how an expansion pack used to be back in the early two thousands, late nineties. <laughs> well, oh, I miss those days. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we right? were talking we were talking about demo disc in my Discord yesterday. So, I mean, you know, it gets that's where it happens. I think the one on the Switch is called Afterbirth, right? Or is there is that a separate game? Or am I just no, totally off the rails Plus, here? 
Yeah. Afterbirth Plus was um, the game you could uh, was uh, I believe that was the first physical you could buy of Binding of Isaac, which is also included in the physical of Repentance. Okay, so what is that? Is Afterbirth Plus like a sequel, or is that the no? It's also game? just also just DLC <laughs> for Binding of Isaac. Also an expansion pack, basically. So you have the this Binding of insane. Isaac. You have oh, this game has a lot of content. I, I know that most of them also have disgusting names. So you have um, the Binding of Isaac, the Binding of Isaac Rebirth, the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth, the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus, the Binding of Isaac Repentance, and I think there was one more in between that I don't even remember anymore. Okay, so basically, if I buy Repentance, I have everything. If That's you all buy I need to know. the complete set of Repentance, yes, with all of okay, it included. Got it. Got it. I might just do that. So I have it. Okay. Anyway, moving on because you have we it are until the next release. Oh yeah, yes, until the next one. Well, repentance is supposed to be the last one, but you know that's famous uh... last words. <laughs> I'm actually upset about this next one, where platinum gains delayed Soul Cresta. I was yeah, I've heard you talk about this one, and you were excited about it, and now it gets delayed. Oh, I like platinum games, and they did a very sorry stream, which is very sad to even say out loud. <laughs> um, basically, this is not coming out. Um, in December anymore like it was mm -hmm. supposed to and they said that they apologized for delaying the game there were some schedule issues quality issues and they need a bit more time so yeah we're not we're not getting it December 9th anymore and there's no date yet so I'm assuming 2022 this is what I'm saying dude 2022 for everything well if they say that December isn't reasonable it's going to be 2022 obviously it's 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 yikes at least everywhere. it could be 2023 I like don't don't break Frank's heart. <laughs> well, I it's just that I like I like um, what do you call it? I like shoot 'em ups, right? I like I just like them. They're just simple and fun. That's sad to see this delayed. Um, but whatever. Uh it is what it is. I have to yeah. accept it and move on, and go from there. Along with Seth Rogen apparently starring in a Donkey Kong solo movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, actually, that was not that was not bad. I'll give you a seven for that. Um, I think this won't be terrible if it's at, is this confirmed? Oh, this is a rumor. I won't be yeah, terrible it's if it's it won't be terrible if it's confirmed. Honestly, I think it would be okay. I just don't know what the heck they could make the plot. So it it could probably be a Donkey Kong Country movie, maybe. But like, I don't know. I guess it depends on what the Mario movie does because that'll be this will be after that, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, you know, we'll see what happens because he's in there uh, in some fashion. I don't even, we don't have a trailer or any plot details at all for this movie yet or for the Mario movie. So we'll have to wait on that. Um, Maybe it's just a Donkey Konga movie where all it is is him playing the bongos and singing as he's high. It's going to be a, like a Disney That game is a fantastic. <laughs> so let's not hate on that game, first off. I mean, oh, there's no, three, there's three of them. Konga. Oh yeah, they're great games. I own all three: Donkey Konga, Donkey Konga Two, and Jungle Beat. So, um, well, no, there's actually Donkey Konga Three in Japan. I have that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. This might have something to do with that Donkey Kong expansion coming to the uh, amusement parks. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good point. There's a movie as a kind of like a tie-in marketing deal for that expansion. You know. Well, sure, we didn't celebrate his 40th anniversary, so let's make a movie about him instead. I don't... We just completely ignored that. 
Okay, okay, okay. You know what this needs to be? This needs to be this needs to be based on the cartoon with the crystal coconut and stuff. No, nope, nope, yes. no, it doesn't. Nope, yes, no, it does not. Please. <laughs> no, for real though, like banana slamma. I was upset because I, <laughs> I was upset because I really wanted them to do a new game for the anniversary or like a remaster or something. We got I, nothing. I remember in that uh, was it the E three direct when you have the banana flying in space and I was like, is this a new Donkey Kong game? And it turned out to be Super Monkey Ball. Yeah, I remember that. Which, which actually, Super Monkey Ball is fantastic. The new one. It is. Um, and you know, that, with all the DLC, it's great to have them in well, there. Must must be in the name. It was Banana Mania, you know. It's Sega. They do good with Mania titles because Sonic Mania did also well. Hmm. Hmm. Confirmed. Confirmed to be it. Um. <laughs> so maybe we'll get Donkey Kong next year, and 2022 will just be the year of, you know, everyone being broke from games. Who knows? Speaking I'm of being be broke, broke from games, I, I'm <laughs> going to be broke this month. Have you seen what's coming out? <laughs> I other than this first game, I'm buying everything. Um in this list so you're not buying airborne kingdom i i don't even know what it is to be honest i honestly so, i like city builders and i think i pointed this game out to you earlier but yep. go for it you did you pointed out to me it's a city builder in space uh, in space in the skies and i just want to build my own world from bioshock 3 so oh that's <laughs> that's true right it was an inf it was infinite uh, yeah that, that's what that's what this was reminding me of and i couldn't figure out what game it was so now i can do that um, I like City Builders, don't get me wrong, I just, I just don't think it's gonna um, be able to be touched between all of these other releases right now. For well, me. see, here's the thing, so the original, the game apparently has a story mode, because it also has a new game plus mode and a sandbox mode. Okay. So, and, and, you know, I, I like city building games, but I also like if they give me um, objectives to do, because I, I can... Yeah. I can spend hours on something like City Skylines, where it's where it's just like you know, you know, pass a day on City Skylines. But sometimes I also like that feeling of accomplishment, like oh, here's a goal. Um, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but Sierra used to do them back in the day. Those city builders, kind of like uh, Pharaoh, uh, Caesar, Zeus. That's too Emperor. old for me, man. Just saying. I remember them. And yeah. they all they always gave you like they always gave you an empty plot of land. In an impossible scenario, and you had to fix it. There was this. I remember on, I believe it was on Zeus. You 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 get like a really terrible layout with um, mountains and hillsides and all that. And they're like, build a city here so you can kill the Hydra that's over there, and you, you barely get any room to build on. So accomplishing something like that always makes me feel just a little bit better than if I just you know veg out veg out on the couch and play. Um, let's yeah the city skylines or project high rise that's fair it looks cool um this release is november 9th which is tomorrow for 20 well tomorrow for us live for you guys 24.99 <laughs> um also this week is the definitive edition for grand theft auto the trilogy which is including gta 3 vice city and san andreas uh i'm getting the physical of this so i have to wait a month unfortunately yeah, I saw it's coming on in December instead of November. Yeah, the seventh. I'm sure Barry's doing the same thing. Yep. Um, is something else coming out the seventh, or am I thinking the of seventh? Yeah. Um, yeah, Endwalker is coming out the seventh. Dang, that's the game. I'm like, there's something else coming out the same day as the physical for this. It's M Walker Final Fantasy 14. Um, I am excited for this because 
I played put a lot of time into these three games, and it's just cool to have them both for you know the Switch in general because we haven't had a uh what do you call it a GTA game since what the DS with Chinatown Stories I think it's called yeah yep. Chinatown Wars yep or Chinatown Wars and um it'll be fun to have these on the go I liked playing uh on my PSP the GTA games back in the day so it'll just be <laughs> nice to have this and like I like we spoke about a few episodes ago Dave with all the improvements there's yes. I think I think it's warranted for the price and. People can fight me on it. I don't care if there's a download code for the physical. I'm just buying it to have it. So I'm going to play it, and it's going to be great. I don't know about you guys. Well, I know about Barry. I don't know about you, Dave. Um, you mean uh, GTA? Yeah, I'll probably pick it up. November 11th, $59.99. Um, next also we have, November 11th. Yeah, next we have Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, $14.99. I guarantee that someone's doing a physical for this. Yeah, I'm sure they'll come. I'm going to be... This is why I have to hold off, because I would play this game instantly. I would drop everything to play it, but, like, I can't. I just can't. I know someone's going to do physical. It'll probably be a limited run, because they've done every Star Wars game that the Switch has come out with. I, I um, still find the announcement about of this one so hilarious. Like, oh, yeah, there's a Star Wars remake, uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake coming, and then Nintendo, a week later, they're like, oh, but we have the original. <laughs> I kind of wish they were doing both. KOTOR 1 and 2. Um, 2 is probably coming man. at some point. They did that with... Uh, Jedi Knight. Jedi Knight, thank you. And, you know, we... what's The only other one I want on here is... Um, See, that's, what's the one on, so on GameCube? No, 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 that's no. So what's the... To... Rogue Squadron, thank you. That's the one I want. That, that's so weird to me still that they released Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast... But it didn't release any of the previous games in the same story, like um, what is it called, uh, Dark Forces or Jedi Knight One, Dark Forces Two. Well, you just have to you just have to know what happened because of the text crawl at the beginning that every Star Wars does. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I mean, I'm surprised we got this many. I mean, I didn't think we were gonna get a Pod Racer like port or uh, what's the other one we just got? Um, Bounty Hunter. Oh my god, I would die if they gave us Bounty Hunter. I played yeah, that game so much as a kid. Yes, Republic Commando. I I got that as limited from limited run. Um Bounty Hunter and Rogue Squadron. I need them. And then Battle for Naboo would be cool too. Yes. And then the day then the day after they had some obscure title coming out. Shin Megami Tensei 5. I actually have the collector's edition for this. Um, reordered, so I don't know if I'm getting a day and date. Um, I hope I am, because I really want that backpack. Um, Man, re remember when this was announced with the Switch itself? What do you mean? Yep. It That didn't happen. Never happened. Nope. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Uh, yes, it can't. this was announced back when the Switch was announced, and now we're finally getting it. I think from that Direct, we have every game now. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was the only game. This was the only game missing? Yeah. I... I... The, the the earliest game I think announced for the Switch basically was Dragon Quest XI because it was announced for PlayStation 4 and NX right. still. They still had the NX logo up there. Dude, just like on my stream, like look at how clean this UI is. Like I am so excited. It's gotten fantastic reviews. So did um uh three, but like this more so. I guess because everyone's waiting. I think it's been like eight years or nine years since the last main series title um so in a while yeah it's it's yeah. just exciting to see like it just looks so good and i think 
it's probably at least 60 hours, probably more. But, probably. Um, I don't know. Wait, Dave, are you grabbing this? You are, right? Are you getting this at day and date? Okay, at some gotcha. point, I'm getting it, yeah. It's, like I said, there's a lot coming out right now when, you know. I get it. Uh, I understand. Are you getting the, uh, I think it's the collectors or premium or limited fairy? Or just I'm a regular? I'm steelbook. So that's, oh yeah, there is It'll a steelbook here. Right, there is one. I think I partially grabbed it because I really wanted the messenger bag and because I could get the collectors because I was just lucky enough. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't cancel this because it's been sold out since it was announced. I'm like, you know, I, I think that's part of the reason why I just kept it. But yeah, it just, it looks clean. It really does. Um, so that's coming out this Friday. We also have, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Ginog? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Uh, I uh, love it because it's a shoot 'em up and it's a side-scrolling shoot 'em up And I didn't play this originally when it came out. Uh, I don't know if you guys have. No. No, uh, this played. came out on Genesis, right? If I'm not mistaken, originally. I don't know, but it says it's a legacy title from the 1990s, and I'm convinced the Switch is now the best console for remakes and remasters and ports of old games that never got a chance. Um, period. I don't think any console is beating it in that category. <laughs> I really don't. Like, we were getting games that I never thought we would get or see the light of day from again on here, and it's just awesome. It is, so, it is. It's great. And then, um, and then it, we're also getting the Zelda Game & Watch. It's a one-switch, it's a one-non-switch title I put on here. <laughs> yeah. This uh, looks cool. Same kind of concept as the Mario one last year for the 35th anniversary. Um, it's, you know, a Game & Watch, so it looks exactly the same, except it has the green tint, and it comes in that nice little box. Uh, I don't think the Mario one had a box like that to display it, or did it, and I just don't remember. I like with this know, little right? stand, I, nev I never, I never purchased a Mario one. I, I, I felt it's like a slippery slope, you know. It's the Mario one this year, and then the, the Zelda one. Uh, sorry, the Mario one last year, the Zelda one this year, the Metroid one next year, or something. Oh, like that. dude, there's it's going to be a slippery a, slope. <laughs> if there's a Metroid one, and they make it purple. I will be wildin'. That would be insane. Uh this comes with Legend of Zelda, Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link, and the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Um, and it has the what do you call it? Game & Watch games with uh, Link as the character. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting this as well. I actually found an Etsy shop that does little displays that you can put underneath to, like, you know, display the console. And they did one for Mario, and I think they're doing one for, for the Zelda one, so I'll probably grab it and then display both of them, and it'll be nice looking. That's that. That's that. And then we'll wait for next uh... year to see what they announce. Maybe... I, I assume they're gonna do another one. I just... I feel like it's easy money. Oh, Devolver Digital, why do you have to be like this? We were about to end. What did? You, why do you do this? <laughs> um, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at Twitter. You know how I like to do that nowadays because you know tweets always go up right as we're doing the podcast or five minutes after. Loop Hero on Nintendo Switch. Add it to your wish list here and find out if it really will come out this year. I have a feeling an announcement of a release date will come pretty darn soon. Oh yeah, they did tease that. Um. The game looks good. I didn't play it. Uh, I didn't buy it for Steam because I thought it would come to Switch, and I was right. So I will probably pick that up. Um, Barry, since we stream on Mondays, usually almost every time there's either an announcement right after or on Tuesday, and yep. yeah, 
Yeah. We always have the luck. We we do our we do our um, podcast, and then Tuesdays is usually when Nintendo's like, "Hey, did you know what Nintendo Direct is coming?" Yeah, we we <laughs> you know I've been doing Nintendo Fuse for for almost a decade now, and we usually stream either Monday or Tuesdays over the years, and it's always been like that. After right after we stream, it's like God. <laughs> yeah, or you know. I guess if you do Tuesday, you always have the chance of a Thursday announcement. So it's yep. like, because they don't do announcements <laughs> you just on Fridays can't win ever. In that regard. No, but you, you know can't. What? that's a that's a happy, uh, you know. It's a happy frustration, I guess. Yeah, because there's always there's always stuff to talk yeah, about. What what a hashtag first world problems. Darn it, we got a Nintendo Direct to talk about next time. <laughs> oh, I, that's what I was gonna ask you guys. I forgot to put in a talking point. Do you think we're gonna get an announcement like regarding? An expansion pack update for more games or a direct before the end of this year? Do I? No, I think the next... We might get an announcement of some kind at the Game Awards next month, but I don't sure. see another direct until the end of... You know, probably uh, February, I March, think, maybe January. I actually think at the Game Awards, they're going to announce GoldenEye. No. It could be. No. Yes. At the Game Awards, we are no. going to see full-on gameplay and a title reveal of Breath of the Wild 2. Like, yes, oh, no, possible. I don't want that. I don't care. <laughs> it's very possible. No, I, I, you're probably before right. The end of the year, before the end of the year, we will have an indie world. That I can see. That's that's more um, <laughs> plausible. I Nintendo seems to really like the Game Awards, so I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility now that we have the Smash character to have more than one big announcement. I'm calling the expansion pack games big announcements because people like 64. <laughs> but uh, I can see them saying, hey, we might add them, or just add a game or two before the end of the year. I think they have enough time. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, what, it, what day did it come out? Um, October, like, like 16th or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been enough. Um, so I think they have enough to do that. And then, yeah, we'll probably see Breath of the Wild 2 at the Game Awards. And if we don't, we'll see... Um, uh, Metroid Prime? Metroid maybe? Prime, I think, maybe, yeah. I really, I think there's Ooh. a possibility we might actually see it. This time no, no, because... no, no, no. You changed my mind. It's going to be the Metroid Prime trilogy that to show off at games. Uh... <laughs> I won't even be mad. I really won't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad though. Like, I wouldn't at all. Um, like they show off they show off the Metroid Prime trilogy followed by a Metroid Prime Four t- teaser again. Yeah, and then like they would and then in twenty twenty two they announced Metroid Prime Four is actually finally coming out this year, and then they do a Switch OLED Deluxe physical and i Dude, cry you cannot you cannot release a new kirby a new metroid and a new zelda in the same year you you, you just can't didn't they <laughs> just didn't they do that in the launch year for switch with yeah they they did that uh, was Mario, a launch year they did zelda they did splatoon they did arms they did xenoblade all in the but same dude, it's also still coming next year you, yes, you cannot great. oh my god if, if all those titles come out next year it's going to be too. great and, and mario kart oh, 9 oh no no, Mario Kart 9 is not coming because <laughs> Mar- Ma- Mario Kart 8 Deluxe just became the best-selling Mario Kart game ever, I think. I was actually surprised yeah. you didn't put their um, their numbers, the sales report and everything on this. I uh, Listen, we already had so much stuff to go through. I'm just saying, but yes, they had their... Is this their yearly uh, report or was it a quarterly I, thing? I, I do believe I it's quarterly. Yearly, yes. Okay, well... Either or, either or. Well, it's a big difference, but um, <laughs> they announced that Mario Kart 8 became the best-selling... I think it's both the best-selling Switch game and the best-selling Mario Kart game right now. And Animal Crossing Smash and Pokemon Sword and Shield are still doing well. They're, they're, those are like top-top. And 
The Switch is at 93 mil now? Or 92? It's it's closing in on the Wii sales, so it's definitely going to hit it. And they, I think they also announced relatively af like soon after that that the Switch is only halfway through its life cycle, which is oh. wild. Oh, yeah, Nintendo also announced that the next console is coming in 2000XX. Oh, yeah, confirmed. <laughs> so that'll be good. No, but for real, they, they, um, they said they're about halfway through the life cycle, so... Um, Dude, Switch is doing amazing, considering it's almost five years old. So that means we'll probably see the Switch 20, or whatever they're calling the next one. The NX, I'm going to title it again. We'll see it in 2025? 26? That sounds about right. Yeah, that's like also that, right? That's also about halfway through the life cycle of like the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, and Nintendo seems to have a hook on that you know, time, so they don't need to compete with those consoles. Although, I actually... They, those windows have been getting smaller because the PS4 and Xbox One were out shorter time frame than the PS3 and the 360. So imagine a time where all three come out at the same time. Oh, that would not be fun for me. Nope, oh, you no well, sir. on the one hand, yes, but on the other hand, you know, Xbox and PlayStation are selling relatively well, but we're still stuck with a shortage on components. Even in, I also didn't put this one in, but even Nintendo has toned down production of the Switch by 20% right now. Yeah, which so. led to people thinking that the, another Switch was coming already, and I'm like, no, it's just because of the world. But So I, I don't foresee a PlayStation 6 and an Xbox, whatchamacallit, anytime soon. <laughs> Not even in the foreseeable oh, five-year yeah. future. <laughs> Barry, did you... Did you get uh, the Switch OLED? I did, but I have yet to switch over to it, pun intended. Ha! Huh. <laughs> I haven't gotten it. Um, I'm debating still. I'm really just waiting to see if they do a special edition, just because I feel like they might. Uh, and I wanted to get the Switch Lite for Diamond and Pearl, because I like Pokemon a lot, and it's my favorite gen, but I didn't buy it. And now I've seen people in the wild with it, and I want it. And here we are. <laughs> it's a nice gunmetal color. Um... So, you know, maybe I will get it. I'm, I'm, um, do you I'm, have any Switch lights? Actually, that's the one Switch I don't own. Uh, I do. You have all of them? Well, I mean, I have the original Switch, and then I have a Switch OLED. I don't have a Switch Oh, jeez. I, I thought you meant you have every... No, <laughs> no, no, no. I know someone who has every version, and I'm like, uh, I don't know how or why to do that. And then they do the outside the U.S. releases, and I'm like, no, 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 I can't. But yeah, I would. I want the Switch Lite. It looks. I've I've held it and I've played with it, and it definitely is the best way it's to play nice. handheld. It's the best way yeah. to play handheld. I will not take any dispute. If they had an OLED screen on that, like if they did a Switch Lite OLED, oh man. Oh, you know that's coming. <laughs> Because just, it's OLED, so comfortable. It's so comfortable. See, here's the thing. The OLED is, you know, you only use it in handheld. So why wouldn't they make a handheld-only OLED, OLED version? I mean, because cost. So, you never know. You never know. Maybe next year. Maybe. We'll see. But with that, I think uh, this was a productive show. It was. Um, before we head out, again... Thank you, Barry, for coming on and talking about Premium Edition games. Give out some socials, some shout-outs. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much uh, for having me again. And, uh, yes, PremiumEditionGames.com. Please check us out. You can go ahead and uh, 
you know, sign up for a newsletter there and, and be ready to uh, purchase the games. They're coming, uh, Series 3 is coming on November 16th to December 16th, starting at noon Eastern Standard Time or, or Daylight Time, whatever we're in now. Uh, you could also find us, uh, you could find on premiumeditiongames.com, you could find all our socials uh, as well as our Discord. So please join that and be a part of that discussion. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Premium Edition One, where JP and Frank tweet all the time. Uh, you can follow not me, me on Frank, Twitter. other Frank, just, not just other clarify. Frank, <laughs> other Frank, <laughs> our Frank. Um, so uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire, where I'm always up for chatting about games. And you could also check out my other show on Nintendo Fuse with NintendoFuse.com, and you could also go to YouTube.com and find us there at Nintendo Fuse. Well, there you have it. The whole slew of socials. Thank you again. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And with that, episode 29 is in the bag. Look forward next week to episode 30. See you guys then. See you then. Have a good one. And that's it for this week's episode of Nintendorama. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It was fun talking with Barry, and we'll see you guys next week for episode 30. Lots of code releases coming up this week, so yeah, look out for that, and we'll see you next week. Bye.